Podboys Productions. Hello there. It's your boy, Pod Nam, up in a area circumference of some cubular, cube third, third, I don't know geometry anymore, but I do see there's a white popcorn on the ceiling. You know, you know what I'm talking about, Padre? I do. I don't think you know what you're talking about in terms of geometry. You said any more. I, I don't think you ever... Did you ever know to begin with? I don't think there's a cube third dealer. Or... I mean, there was a couple times when I was in math class where I was like, man, I don't need this shit. I know there's going to be a yeah. smartphone that exists while it'll be able to do all mm-hmm. these things for me. The teacher's like, no, you need to know it, and then gave me a D. So I passed. So you're saying that out loud. I was picturing you. That was an internal monologue, but the teacher heard you and uh, shot you down on that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of my teachers love me for for me, but all of them didn't know how to pronounce my name. So they get Fs for trying to teach me, you know? They should, yeah, learn that while you're learning geometry. Yeah. In math class, I was just busy writing boobs on the calculator. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, I was like, I'll be able to see these. On my smartphone one day, because I know. <laughs> well, I mean, well, you're a boobs man. I'm an asshole guy, so. I'll be <laughs> <laughs> Not just an ass man, an asshole guy. No, wow, this is too. We just started the the bite. This is too much too soon here. Yeah. God, no. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you don't, when you only have days between games and the NBA Finals, you can only talk about basketball so much. So the rest of this show will be asshole boobs and high. I mean, I don't think there's any. Any other language on the calculator upside down? There was another one. Damn, what was it? I know there was another one that we used to do, but my memories. Hell is one. Hell, yeah, hell is, was that it? I feel like it was something better than that, but maybe it was. Yeah, there was a couple of tricks. The young kids got no idea what we're talking about. Mm, mm, mm. And people that don't know how to have calculators definitely don't know (laughs) anyone, just in general. Exactly. Don't know what we're talking about. I know what we're talking about, though. Some Nibba stuff. But first, yeah. before we get into that, Padre, oh, what's new with you? Been a minute. What's new with me? Not too much, not too much. Just got back from a nice little family vacation, mm. Montana and Idaho, mm. uh, for the first time for both of those. Out hiking in the wilderness, I saw a bear cub scamper, just avoided, uh, you know, if we were there, you know, a couple minutes earlier, who knows what would have happened have been confronted by the mama bear and i might not be on this podcast right? so it's did dangerous the, out there so did boo boo try to take your picnic or what was going on there i didn't really bring a picnic on the trail because i knew there might be bears about but luckily he was just ahead of me just missed me mm. so i think he was going to get the picnic of the people next door did he do the running in midair just like scattering and running in yeah place? like his nose was up in the air you know he's yeah. Smelling the the pie uh, wafting, <laughs> they do pies bigger than like huckleberry pie. Huckleberries are a big thing out there. I never had them before until this past week. They're kind of like blueberries, a little bit tartar. Mm. Huckleberry, yeah. Mm. Who knew? So I've been out in the huckleberry at Pash, and uh, but I didn't manage to catch. I missed game three. I got to be honest, did not get to see nary a minute of that game. Where the Bucks obviously got their first one in the series. But I did manage to get in all of Game 4 and Game 5. Obviously, the Bucks won both of those as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm caught up to a some degree here. And I'm ready. Now I'm back in action. Back from my refreshing vacay. 
hmm. ready to get back to work, get in the game film room, really break things down and see what we get with game six here. But uh, how have you been, Padnam? I know you're going on vacation. It's, now you're heading out, right? Yeah, I'm heading out with La Familia, Fam de Casa, Kazi Casa. We are venturing south of here. TBD, recorded on our next show, where I'll reveal the trip that happened. South. Yes. South of Studio CT, then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's a lot of ground south of there, I gotta say. So. There's a lot of people migrating from place, and a lot of people are now feeling like they can go in a car, get outside, and see a different part of the country, which you did on your spirit walk. Maybe I'm going to have a spirit sprint. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe you'll get up in the air with your nose in the air after some wafting uh, smells. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past you. I I mean, that is a possibility. Now that I finished the show, uh, Loki, which was probably one of the better shows I've ever watched. I haven't caught uh, the finale yet. Yeah, tread I, lightly on the spoilers. I will not, but but you can attest. Oh, you won't how, tread lightly. Okay, I'll <laughs> no, I will not. I will. I will tread <laughs> so hard. Um, but you can attest that how good this show is, right? Like it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've my, enjoyed uh, every episode uh, so far up until yeah. this one I need to watch here. Yeah, you know I can't watch Loki when I'm vacation. I'm relaxing. Now I'm back in the lab. I'm going to be breaking down the X's and the O's. I'm yeah. going to be seeing what Monty Williams' uh, halftime speech looks like. Break that down. Yeah. Get in the lab. See what Loki's doing. You know, check out see what Sylvie's Rachel, speech. Rachel break Nicholas that down. Up to, you know, uh, Rachel Nichols probably has plenty of time to watch that right now. I think she's <laughs> taking a little hiatus. So. Yeah. Hit her up. What's up, homegirl? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I mean, should we get to the elephant in the room? There are some elephants that we should discuss. One of them being mm-hmm. the premier player that is uh, Giannis. He's probably as tall and strong as an elephant, I would say. I don't know if he's as tall. He's a pretty tall guy. Yeah. Elef- How tall is the average elephant? I mean, I, f- I feel like the I won't say average elephant is still... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think Giannis is quite that tall. I think even an elephant on the short end of the spectrum is probably taller than most uh, people, NBA players. But, yeah, he might be as strong. I mean, they always say an elephant never forgets. Hmm. Does Giannis forget? I don't know. He, he does. Yeah, he does. He does forget how to shoot free throws pretty consistently. Well, yeah, I don't know if he ever learned that. It seems like he never learned that <laughs> in the first place. So. He refuses to learn, even though he's like eight years into his NBA career, uh, or eight or nine, or whatever it is. Yeah. No, but you told me, I believe it was our last uh, podcast as of this yeah, two, recording. Two weeks or three weeks ago. Yeah. And during the yeah, we haven't we haven't got in the lab here since the uh, this, the final started. Mm. You said the Bucks and your boy Buck Lynn Lopez would win even without Giannis, would beat the Hawks. I was skeptical. I was the doubting Thomas. I was the skeptic. Mm. And you were right. The Bucks got it done. I did think, just to try to get myself the heat here, I did think that Trey Young was going to play the rest of the series. And I didn't think he was that hurt. Mm. Obviously, that was wrong. He missed game five. And game six, he was looking pretty banged up. Wasn't looking at himself at all. Regardless, though, the Bucks got it done without Giannis in that at the end of that series, and without Trey Young in there, Buck Lynn had a big old game, probably the best game of his career. And yeah. you were saying he was going to be looking good. So yeah, I got to give you the credit. You're right. 
I mean, I'm I'm gonna pat myself on the back. I mean, yeah. I, I would. You say, don't have to pat yourself on the back while I'm patting you. I mean, you can, I guess, but it's a little, <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little abnormal. You know, with Brook Lopez scoring, I think he scored like 33 points that game. I, I just knew. I don't know if it's my ability to recognize like the NBA Finals, and I think we've done a pretty good job. Maybe we're not pick for pick, but in terms of, I think of all years we've been able to call it pretty accurately between you and me mm-hmm. both. Or is it because we know how much Coach Bud doesn't do things to, he just stays pretty consistent. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, Monty Williams can rally, you know, rally the valley, literally, you rally know, the into, yeah. into existence in which that team has laser focus. And luckily they haven't had any major injuries um, mm-hmm. to like get over the hump. And that's part of, how a championship team gets to that level. And I, I think I think we can firmly say that the champion that will come out of this finals will be the 2021 NBA champion. Oh, wait. Are you sure you want to go with this? I know we were just uh, congratulating ourselves on good yeah. picks so far, I, especially you with uh, the Bucks getting to the finals here. But are you sure you really want to go? I mean, you're really feeling yourself right now. You're... You're going with this hot take that the champion of this series is going to be the 2021 NBA best team in the NBA, NBA winners. You know, you don't, want to, you don't want to walk this back at all, or are you going to go? I'm going to double down. I'm going to double here. down, double down, and oh, say the champions of this NBA Finals will be the world champions of 2021. Specifically in basketball, professional basketball, yeah. Because yeah. the Olympics is is happening, even though no fans are going to be starting. I believe this week, so and they're playing basketball. So, I mean, there could be a different world champion. I gotta say, you know, I will. Wa- I'll halfway walk it back now that you said that. Yeah. The NBA You'll slide cha- back on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The NBA champ yeah. will be the world champions of the 2020-21 season in mm-hmm. all of basketball glory. You know what? Like I said, that's that's a searing take. It's spicy, Very but spicy. I'm right there with you, Padnam. I'm coming in. I'm coming in hard too. I agree with you. That is, you're you're completely right. Look, I doubted on the Bucks pick over the Hawks, and I learned my lesson. I'm not going against you again. Mm. I'm going with you this time. Whatever Very team wins this will be the 2021 champions. No one can say otherwise. They can't. They can't. Now, with that being said, as we predict the future, what has happened in the past for these past Game 5s? What highlights in your mind, at least one highlight in your mind, that has defined the series or how you felt about the series? Because if you don't look to the past, you can't mm-hmm. predict the future. Isn't that yeah. right? Right, right. Well, you know, there is a lot of talk of Giannis's block in Game mm-hmm. 4, mm-hmm. of DeAndre Ayton. Some people are saying, was that better than LeBron's Game 7 block? I think that's a little silly because, you know, Game 7 versus Game 4. and So I don't agree with that, but it was still maybe the defining one play of the series so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you have something else for a specific play, but I mean, I think it's not a play or a single moment, but I think so far the series is defined by just the will to push forward and to not lay down that happened in game four as well as part of that you know they, mm-hmm. they were down nine ten whatever it was a couple of minutes into the fourth halfway through the fourth 
came back and won it. And then game five, they also started out after the first quarter, they're down uh, 12, 13, 14, something like that. And then they had a big second quarter and then the Suns kind of, they didn't lay down, but they, they got punched in the face and they didn't really recover. They were surprised the Bucks were able to come back again, completely reverse course. So I think the ability of the Bucks to, and that now it's three to two, and they're going home, mm. essentially win it game six at home. They have the home court advantage now. The Bucks' the ability to stay with it, to stay focused, to overcome this adversity of being down, I think is what's defining this series through five mm. games. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with the probably the first thing you said about the block, but a bigger moment I think that has defined the series is actually last game, and it was like towards the end of the game is when you know um, I think the Chris not Chris Paul it was Devin Booker he was you know actually before that play before the Devin Booker and Drew Holiday play Chris Middleton was dribbling the ball and he shot a three and got an and one it was like one minute something left. Uh, but that wasn't the thing that defined it. it. Was when they panned to the Deer District, and the, all the fans were jumping up in a super spreader event. And then one guy had a sign, which you know how I feel about this Bucks and Six. That was defining right there because I've also said Bucks and Six to many Telegram and WhatsApp chats that I have uh, with my NBA friends, family. But I'm declaring it right now. There will be Bucks in six minutes. So they'll be playing basketball uh, at some point in, on Tuesday night. So. Oh, and six minutes from the game on Tuesday. Also, there'll be not right now because right now it's over a day away. So not Bucks and six right now. No, but in addition to Bucks and six, I also think that they're going to show a total of six minutes of the district, or maybe six pan shots of like. You know, overseeing. <laughs> I'll take the over on that right now. With, with how they <laughs> often they show that they'll show it six times in the first uh, half of a quarter, maybe. You know, like we should really dive in now that you've mentioned it. It really grinds me, but not to the level where I'm gonna I'm gonna go it on. Grinds your gears. Yeah, let's talk about the fans. You know, the fans have been. Well, if we're talking about the real defining moment of the of the finals. Mm. I think it's the high-def cameras that keep zooming in on these Suns fans in the, yeah. in the front row all the time. They're getting more airtime than than uh, Coach Bud himself on the sideline, uh, really. It's, it's the, aggressive. I saw it's these high-def cameras the first time in the NFL season this year. Tom Brady. They zoom in and like, see yeah. Mahomes walking or whatever. But yeah. now they're doing it. They're focusing on the fans in this uh, finals with it. I don't, yeah. It's like... All right, you always had in back in the playoffs, you had pan shots to like celebrities like Drake or, you know, mm -hmm. like, I don't know, Magic Johnson or someone. BCF, baby. Yeah, but like now you have some guy, uh, but regardless of what team he's on, on the Suns, counting $100 bills, which I thought was pretty creative. Like, if you're going to do something, do something, go over the top. You looking at the current camera and saying, yeah, we've seen that, buddy. We, we've seen that story. We've seen that several times. And then you, we have to feel like you're in our house doing it. Like, that's, that's a little, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's a little aggressive with yeah. like that whole high def 3D thing. I don't know if you have a, a 4K or 8K or 24K TV, Drew. I'm, I'm sure you're rolling in that. You know, I was in the Airbnb on vacay watching mm -hmm. on their TV. So I, I would say it was, it was like a 3.25K probably. Okay. Yep. 
or 3.14 pi, pi K. That's, that's just over a pi K. Mm. The bear heard about the pi, I was saying pi K and he was lofting through the window, but I shut him down. It's, it's not that type of pi. I think that bear was probably pissed off at this, these uh, pan shots of these fans that just look, yeah. and, and specifically like, you know, being a hardcore NBA fan and going to a lot of Nets games, they would only pan to more important things like Jay-Z and Beyonce meeting up with Prince William and, and Kate on Saturday Court on the day that people were wearing I Can't Breathe t-shirts. Yeah, because yeah. That's, that's a of good course, movie. we didn't see that on TV, though. We didn't see what Kate that was in because we were there in person, you know, seeing it on, on our, for, our 2020 Vision K from, uh, mm-hmm. from the nosebleeds up there. But, I mean, that's what I'm upset about. They're not focusing on the real people at the stadium. Now they're they're taking away from the limelight of a ASAP Rocky, Travis Scott, and, you know, Barclays. Is it because there's just no one from Arizona that exists? Or I don't Rockies? know. Is this a, by the way, Panam, is this like a backdoor go-off Kings segment right now? <laughs> go-off Kings County segment you're sliding? I mean, it, it's, it seems like you're starting to go that direction. I mean, it, it's late on the East Coast. Uh, I'm trying to, just like Giannis, just really taking my energy in and waiting to do things tomorrow, go, you know? like Go resting. off to sleep, Kings County, right? Now. I'm so resting on the game. offense right now. I'm playing defense, right? <laughs> That's what yeah. Giannis does. Yeah, I don't know. Let me ask you, since we're going down this road a little bit, mm-hmm. do you, because I said I would I would be happy with the Suns to win the series, right? to win the final, you know, to win it all. Even at the start of the playoffs, I believe I said that in our uh, our precap. And I've never had any love for the Bucks necessarily or anything like that. I mean, they're in the same conference as my beloved Cavaliers. Obviously, they're they're uh, big adversaries of the Nets. Knock the Nets out of the playoffs, of course, uh, famously this this time around. But that being said, for me personally, I'm starting to go the direction of maybe I want the Bucks to win instead of the Suns here. I'm wondering how. I, also, with um, I dislike Jay Crowder. He annoys me. He's flapping all over. Chris Paul, even though I'm kind of cool with him getting his ring, he's a little. You know, he's doing his antics as well. Do I actually like the Bucks team better overall? Maybe that's the case. What? How do you feel about that? Are so, you too? Are you too salted over uh, losing to them still? No. Or do you want the team that took you out to win? So there's a lot of angles you can look at this without taking Padnam's point of view. Uh, like you said, there's the angle mm-hmm. of wanting to lose to the champion. One of the fans, you know, views. The other one is wanting to yeah. murder the team that you viewed. And the last one is uh, not watching the finals and protests, right? Just of your team being in misery. Yeah. And then the other one's probably get. sorry, there's another one getting drunk to the finals, you know, because you are sad. Having to watch the finals because you have uh, NBA podcast, but getting drunk to get there. Right, right. And then refusing to do any recording of podcast episodes, theoretically, because someone was on vacation. But, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, let's <laughs> Getting into the, the nitty-gritty of Pod Nam's point of view, as I put myself in a third po- person again, people were asking me this, more intense questions, was my brother asking me and my friends were like, oh, you're rooting for his sons. I'm like, why do you say that? You've always loved the sons. I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. see Steve Nash on the court. I don't see Amari Stoudemire. I don't see Sean Marion. I don't even see Steve Carr in the GM role. I don't see him there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't see any of those people. All I see is people like, 
you know, doing a sky into the 3D cam, uh, I don't know, wearing purple face and orange face, which is really fucked up. I would say orange face was a little bit more fucked up than purple face. Although Barney, I don't know. The Phoenix douchery. Uh, yes. These bros. Yeah. The Arizona State University douchery. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I've been there. I've been to Arizona, as I've, we've cited on previous episodes, and how I bragged about sure. going there to Phoenix. I've also been to Tempe in Marley's restaurant, uh, you know, which is very important. Dan Marley, I don't see him on the court. I don't see Kevin Johnson. They're not walking through that door, all right? Meaning, the players that I do love, which I've said on several episodes too, is Giannis. Giannis is one of my favorite players. I said even during, like, what has been your favorite play at Barclays? So I was like, Giannis dunking on my team. <laughs> but, like, that was a miserable year. But, like, I love Giannis uh, in terms of, you know, supporting basketball and just like it. There's not a lot of players you can, I don't know, really love. Like you said, you like Chris Paul. You know, he's he's cool. I mean, maybe you like Kawhi well, Leonard. Saying, I respect him maybe more yeah. than like him. You like Kawhi Leonard probably yeah. just in general as a player. But, like, I, I have an admiration for Giannis because I wrote a post on – on Reddit, asked an AMA with uh, one of the authors, I forgot her name. She wrote a whole biography and, you know, interview stories of Giannis. Of Giannis and it's, uh, it's coming out, I think, soon. I'll, I'll look it up before the end of the show. And what um, was this AMA that you uh, posted about recently? I think, yeah, it was actually the day after Giannis's injury, which everyone's like, like oh my God, we're so sorry that you have to do this. And then she's like, yeah, you know, like, it sucks, but you know, this is like a book covering his life. You know, but like, she wasn't like, oh, don't worry, guys, he'll be back in two games from now. No. Looking no, no. pretty yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be Should fine. Call that? Putting up 43 points and 15 rebounds and like three blocks. But what defined me was like what I wrote on this post. And, you know, I got, not to brag also, but I am bragging. I got 10 upvotes on that shit. I mean, come on. Like, wow. you can't. You can't you didn't get like, ratio note, not more than 10 downvotes? <laughs> no, I had zero downvotes this time. Oh, okay. Every single time Ten. I write something, I always get downvotes. 100%. Of yeah, so I don't, I don't take the risk. I don't gamble it. Therefore, I wrote this whole thing about when the Nets lost in Game 7. Um, I was watching it, and I was upset, but I also wasn't. Like, I was just like, okay, we, we, had Ky- we didn't have Kyrie. We had James Harden playing, like... What do you expect? We bear, we almost beat this team. And I said on our show, like, whoever wins this is going to win the championship. So we already know why I picked the Bucks. And also why I don't pick didn't pick the Suns, because fuck little Enam. He doesn't mean shit to me. And then the third reason was what I wrote on this Reddit post was after seeing that, you know, Kevin Durant hugged his mom. That was cool. But there was this group of fans that was uh, behind, I think, the visitor's basket. Uh, next closer to the Milwaukee side and they were just chanting and it wasn't like yeah like ASU shit it was a specific chant and I was like oh there must be Greek because they're it sounded like they're singing the national anthem because then I looked at their jerseys all of them had like the Giannis Greece jersey they had the flag they they took it all out and then Giannis did his interview and then walked over to them and like greeted them and like and talked to them as much as he could with the COVID and everything. And I'm like, yo, this is everything about basketball. Cause this, this guy, he was a 19 year old kid. He was like playing with broken shoes, uh, you know, making $200 uh, a week, maybe just to provide for his mom. And like, that is something I can connect with. I mean, specifically dunking on all the kids and growing up, you know, going to the NBA at age 
19. But the whole immigrant story, I can also relate to just my family coming through with that. So I don't care if Jay Crowder, I don't care if Chris Paul, he's a, you know, gets a championship, whatever. You know, like he punched so many people in the balls. He's gotten mad when Pau Gasol rubbed his head. Like these are on really not rational behavior. Jay Crowder, he's garbage. Uh, who else? Do I Devin Booker is the only one I truly, truly like, but I don't like him over Giannis. They just... Yeah, and he's still young-ish. You know, mm-hmm. he's this is his first time in the playoffs even. The Suns, I think we're maybe seeing now. Who knows what's going to happen in game six, but maybe we are. We always talk about it, or at least I feel like I bring this up a lot when it comes to the, the NBA playoffs. Sure. That experience factor of the team that's been there a few times. It takes a few times for most teams to really get it done. We see this with the Bucks. They choked a few times in the past few playoffs, or so they haven't got it done. But they've got some experience that have been there. Mm. Meanwhile, the Suns, you know, Chris Paul, Crowder aside, young team overall, no experience overall other than those two, I think. I, th- I mean, literally, I think on the, on the whole roster, I might be missing someone on the bench or whatever, but that's uh, not playing. But, you know, because of a lot of injuries to the star players, maybe that's also partially why they've gotten here. Right. Despite that. But is it finally catching up to them, you know, deep in the finals here? Maybe. Yeah. You know, they've played. The guy just said woo outside my house. I think he's agreeing with my, he's, my he's point just now. He's definitely <laughs> agreeing with your whole uh, POV there. And with the Suns having to rally a whole valley, and that's a lot. That's a lot to do. Yeah, you said about Monty Williams, but Ken, even with his seemingly really great motivational skills as a coach, mm-hmm. does he have enough in the in that tank to get them to win this game six on the road? I really don't know. I wouldn't bet on it necessarily. But the thing is, rallying the whole valley, like I said, not valley to ain't gonna be there, man. It's it's, it's it, we're we're up in Cheese County over here, Game Six. Yeah, we're in the I, district, the Deer District over here. And are they gonna rally all the way over? You know, are they gonna travel yeah, to the okay, Deer District? Because yeah. you know, in Milwaukee, there are some deers that you fear, and uh, and I don't know if bringing a whole like bunch of Red Rocks and you know. ASU, you know, frat book bros with their dollar dollar bills counting it at, during a free throw, which I I still cannot grasp the concept of that. In entering the potentially cold, because, you know, climate change, we don't know what's going to happen. Deer District could be frosted over mm-hmm. tomorrow. Who knows? I mean, it is July, but who knows what up, up there in Wisconsin? Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What about people that are lactose intolerant, like myself? Can they enter Milwaukee uh, worrying how cheese can attack them at any mm-hmm. point? I think as long as you drink beer, you're okay. That'll that'll fend that off. But if you're lactose and brew intolerant, mm. hops intolerant, then mm. I think you're in big, you're not gonna last. What speaking of brew, what is your favorite? As we're going off the rails here, what is your favorite Milwaukee beer? Well, it's not Milwaukee's best, despite their claim that it is the best, because that tastes like shit. I would say mine is the popular one, probably one of two that I've had in my life, PBR, because I would go to bars, I would say more like Waterholes in Bushwick, in Brooklyn, in, in, in Crown Heights, and they would have PBR and a shot combo. So, you know, I could not not do that when I entered. Yeah, that's why I associate PBR more with Brooklyn than Milwaukee, to be honest. I didn't even think. Yeah, so, but I was thinking every time I took a shot, what would Aaron Rodgers do? You know, would he shoot that shot down to the touchdown into the field goal? That's how you play football, right? 
right? Yeah, what he'd feed Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson in golf. That's important. Yes, we haven't addressed that. Well, I would have to be But we, yeah, like you said, we went off the rails a little bit. Point being, uh, getting the head out of it, just pure heart. Hmm. You're rooting for the Bucks in Game Six. Yeah, I said Bucks in Six, and I'm rooting for Giannis to get his title. I think. And if, Buck Lynn, you're fine with your old boy Buck Lynn getting it, not for your Nets, but for the rival Bucks. Yeah, I mean, Brooke, Brooke has been the consistent net that I've always loved, and I met him too. He signed a piece of paper for me, and I told him how much I read comics, and he's like, "Yeah, hot dogs are great." That was our conversation. It was pretty. I, we, maybe no. I said comics and bark hot dogs. Remember that place, Bark? Yeah, that's probably pretty yeah. uh, relevant to the the anecdote here. Because if you just said hot dogs are great, that's, <laughs> nothing, that's pretty weird. I mean, it's Brooke is an interesting guy. Signing. Yeah, he's an interesting yeah, no, guy. I mean, I, it's not like I wouldn't believe it. I would, but <laughs> I mean, thinking about it, I have more Connecticut ties to the Bucks than I do even to the Suns because Ray Allen. Was you know on their their journey to right. uh, getting to the finals? Always a Ray Allen fan for life, and they have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, which is my dad's favorite player growing up. I would watch. He won a championship for the Bucks. He was also the well sender at the time. Their last championship until yeah. maybe this year. Yeah, so I'd watch yeah. him whenever my dad would watch the Lakers. I'd watch him play, and then um, Ben Baker, former NBA All Star had a lot of alcoholic problems, but he's on the assistant coach on the team. And he's actually, he's born in Hartford. I actually had a friend I went to school with that was his uh, godfather. So uh, unfortunately that friend had to get really sad, but he passed away. So therefore there's this very deep connection of this circle where Vin Baker represents part of my childhood a little bit more than, you know, if that makes sense. Cause I knew this, Kid growing up, the so you are rooting for the Suns on TV, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, in more of a personal connection, UConn, everything. So, if they win in Brooklyn, if they tie it in, that's my whole eternity right there. That's Enon existence from beginning to end, from Kareem all the way to now to Brooklyn yeah. and then Baker. If that all makes sense, I can see your point there. Like I was kind of getting into, I think I am more rooting for the Bucks now. That being said. I'll go for the Suns in Game 6 just because I want to see Game 7, you know? I want to draw it out as much as possible, get the biggest stage possible, uh, well, get the most potential whatever it is, you know? So. Well, Drew, you know that's not what happens, right? We've already seen the game. I know we're just telling it for the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pod Nam, you're not supposed to get you're, – you're breaking the fourth wall here when, uh, you know – You mean the fourth cue ball? We're giving the illusion that, we, that the series isn't – ended yet you know that we actually got this out in time before he had sex well i mean there's a future taking over president enam right now just like in loki you know well that said no spoilers i mean we know there's timelines in loki come on there there's timelines in general and that's not a spoiler don't worry about it we have seen the future today and maybe last day or yesterday last day and I think we should uh, travel there and tell, tell the listeners what's going on. Oh, man, that was a great, great game six. Wow. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. I mean, wow. You know, we were kind of joking around in Am about all the shots to the Deer District that mm-hmm. they kept doing on ABC, you know? Yep. 
but I really never expected that the camera feed would get literally frozen on it and the entire third quarter of the pivotal game six, we would only be able to watch from like the reflections of the, the fans' eyes in the Deer District and their you know reactions and everything. That was something I did not see coming. Could you believe that Aaron Rodgers showed up and he started throwing footballs directly at the beach ball? I believe, that yeah, I believe that he showed up. That wasn't surprising to me. But yeah, what you're getting into was the really insane part. Yeah, or well, I didn't see coming. Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, the Deer District is notoriously known for jumping up when the camera cuts to them, and then there's a couple of beach balls in the air. So Aaron Rodgers came out, and he said, hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers. He announced it, just so people would know, because he's not wearing anything Green Bay anymore. Also, you can read lips, so that's why you knew what he said, because I couldn't tell that on Mike, because he wasn't mic'd up or anything. Yeah, but you're here. He said, "I'm Aaron Rodgers," and what? What else did he say? He said that I no longer am playing for the Packers, and he said that directly. And then he announced he was, that. Oh, I didn't pick up yeah, on that. Not being yeah. able to read lips. Wow. What was more surprising was he said he signed with Team USA Basketball because Bradley Beal can't play anymore, so he's jumping mm-hmm. in, and he's going to be in Japan as their starting wow. center. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I was losing focus on Rogers up there because I noticed that all those four douche bros from Phoenix, I get out of there must have put their trust fund money together to get an, a jet over to Milwaukee. Yeah. They showed up and got in the first row of the Deer District somehow. They were still saying Suns in four, mm. despite the fact that it was game six. That was confusing. They were mic'd up, so I heard them saying that. Yeah. And they apparently, did they, I, don't, I guess they brought those high def cameras in themselves. Because they were looking way more high depth than the rest of the the Milwaukee, you know, beard uh, slugging uh, crowd there. That was crazy because they did it in a very unorthodox way to bring those cameras. They actually had uh, drones flying around, catching their shots. Yeah, that makes there. sense. Yeah, and, you know, I thought how, like, disrespectful that was to mascots everywhere. Because usually the only thing that happens in the air during basketball, other than the ball, at least... Uh, abstract item is usually a mascot dunking you, you would say like and the sun's gorilla found out what was going on and he actually jumped on two of those drones like he was the hobgoblin throwing bananas at the crowd and then on top of that he decided to take this action and go into the arena that's when everyone freaked he out the drones and in right into the arena i guess yeah <laughs> and he's like he's like ha 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 spider-man you will never something mm-hmm. something I, I it broke out after that so that was the fourth quarter because the ABC finally got it together and got the feed back inside the arena mm-hmm. at that point. I hope someone got fired over this debacle. They finally got back in there. We kind of figured out what was going on based on all those reactions. Mm-hmm. But finally, we're back inside then. You know, I was fairly surprised to see that Jay Crowder, yeah, apparently he had flopped. Maybe he really was hurt. I don't know. But he refused to get up unless... He was awarded the Golden Globe for 2021. <laughs> for, I, I don't know what category he was going for, but he, he wouldn't. So we finally get back in the arena, but the, the game can't continue because he's waiting for his award. Yeah. You know, yeah. Aiden's trying to pull him up, but he won't do it. You know, it was, he's a, I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't been in like, he's not in the new Space Jam because I think he would play a perfect stand in or walk, I would say lay down in. You know, act, there's stand-ins, and no one really gets on the floor like Jay Crowder does. 
I would say, except for uh, PJ Tucker and his shoes. Whenever he's trying his shoes mm-hmm. on, he has to get pretty low on the ground. And when he did see Jay Crowder on there, he saw his shoes available. So PJ Tucker ran and took those shoes while Jay Crowder still refused to get up. It was, it was unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, he was really going for it. He, I guess he's doing method acting. I don't know. But to, just because he brought up Space Jam, that reminded me that mm-hmm. how could we forget this part? LeBron showed back up for game six. Like he was there game five. We saw him. Mm-hmm. And I guess he didn't think they hammered the Space Jam commercials home during game five enough because he got out on the floor then and started reenacting a scene from a new jam or whatever it's called. I guess trying to get the crowd, everyone to go see at home to go see it enough. Enough people didn't watch it on HBO Max, I guess. So he's out there with uh, Wiley Coyote. Hmm. They're doing like I don't know if it was a scene from the movie. I'm just assuming that, but it kind of seemed like they were doing like a a two prov, <laughs> some improv jam thing, and it really wasn't going over too hot. And we would know, of course, hmm. <laughs> when uh, the crowd's not feeling it. It kind of brought everything to a halt. I mean, I guess it was a good distraction from Crowder not getting up. They couldn't play anyway, but. Hmm. I don't know I th- LeBron. I think I think he's got to rethink this next time around. I mean, LeBron has a lot of time, so I'm pretty sure he watched Hiddleston and uh, Schwartz on Netflix, and he was just blown away mm-hmm. by that two prof. Oh, uh, Hiddle- Loki himself was doing it. Yeah, middle dish got canceled, I guess, or they tried to cancel him over his uh, his uh, antics. So, <laughs> so Schwartz is with Hiddleston. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he is a really classically trained actor and professor. Loki, Loki's got all the game. That was crazy when that scene was going down because they brought in a whole bunch of characters. They had Bugs, Babs, Daffy, and Taz. They were all hanging out there. And Taz, actually from WWE, wasn't actually the Tasmanian Devil. The one thing that I was freaked out about, and I wasn't sure they were going to show him, but they had Pepe Le Pew walk on, and then they just had him like bleeped out they had censored that you could see his tail because he is canceled as well for all his sexual behavior you know i guess uh yeah. very uh sexual assault on i, I think he's at that club with metal ditch where they do their, their things <laughs> yeah so middle ditch was there too him and peppy came in they they, they rolled in I, I think they maybe got kicked out of that la club for crossing the line even there so they're they're mm-hmm. trying to open up a chapter in milwaukee they rolled in, yeah. It was it was quite a scene. It was something, and and you know what was really actually on cue was Chris Paul coming out of nowhere while they were doing their two prof and just punching him in the nuts. Not just punching yeah. them, but he took one of those acne, 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 acne. Yeah, yeah. Acme hammers and just acme, went, acme. <laughs> went, went straight to the balls of the whole Bucks yeah. team. I thought that's it. They have to they have to kick him out because the last time he flagrant fouled Giannis on that dunk, but no one called it. You know, uh, when Giannis ate all the Phoenix Suns for breakfast on the alley oop from Juve. So this is the only way I would thought he would have got a flagrant foul, at least two. But they said nope. It's just a common foul, and they made Giannis. Yeah forced to shoot the free throw during this all happened during Giannis's free throw if I remember that's true and uh the crowd was starting to count like they like to do I mean like your net started it. your net fans started it. they were getting up to like 99 100 101 they got bored I think or maybe they just got distracted by the two prep scene yeah but he's Giannis still didn't shoot he finally did and then they were like how oh, we changed the rules in game six it's a three shot uh technical foul here so then 
I fell asleep at that point, I think. And I'm on the West Coast, so I don't know how you were doing. But I woke up again, I think, when he was on his third one. When I tuned back in. Because you saw the Chobani commercial, and you were just thinking about Greek yogurt the whole time, and you, you were so distracted. Well, that's the thing. They put the commercials up during when the game's still on. They're doing mm -hmm. this in all the right. sports now. It's really annoying. They're showing the Greek coast. I wish I was still on vacation like I just was during games three through five. Man, I want to book a flight. Then I'm on Expedia, you know, trying to book a flight to the Amal mm -hmm. uh, not the Amalfi Coast. I think that's Italy, but to to wherever I was typing in Google, like where are those white those white buildings with the blue sea? I want right. that. Right. Then I was getting crossed up trying to get a flight that I shouldn't be buying right now, and it was a mess. I don't even know how the game six ended. To be honest. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, they, with that historic three uh, free throws, Giannis actually made all made two of them, and then on the third one, it went off the back of the rim, and he jumped over the top of it and almost went inside the basket because of his length. You know, I don't like the word freak, but that's when I was like, oh, freak! And immediately, you know, they won the championship right there. But I was so confused by it all. I was just thinking like. What can I do to celebrate this? So then I went to get a gyro, as one does. But I, I took out the nice tahini. pronunciation. I yeah, I took out the tahini sauce because there's yogurt in there, and that doesn't go well oh. with me. And while I was eating it and watching a trophy presentation, I was just, I was like, man, I really wonder what Joey from NSYNC is up to. And my big fat Greek wedding too was the last one he was on. And I was like, do I have that on Netflix? I didn't see it on Netflix. I didn't see it on Hulu. Then I had to go into the dark web and find it. And it was only a 720p release. This is where I get really irritated, especially with a, you know, a 24K TV. Like, how am I going to watch the rest of that movie, the whole movie on a 24K TV? You might as well... 16K missing right there, basically. Yeah, you might as well just pop in a mini VHS and then just put it like, I don't know, on, on my dinner plate for me to choke on. Like, that's that's just, like, as bad as doing that. So as I was getting frustrated, uh, I decided to just swallow my Yairo and uh, celebrate the Bucks' victory uh, by realizing there was actually some tahini sauce and I had to go to the bathroom mm. the rest of the night. So That's a good thing, though, because I think yeah. the Greek mafia would have put a head out on you if they heard you were a shilling tahini like that so it was worth the the excessive bathroom uh, nighttime yeah. action i think yeah that's crazy well i'm glad to see the bucks won then uh so cool anyway i guess back to uh we should kick it back to our when we're gonna fool all the people that are thinking we're recording this after <laughs> <five>. uh, <laughs> uh, 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 we're good Oh, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, of course, we know our prediction is Bucks and Six. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we're pretty confident about that one, right, Padnam? Yeah, and Bucky Barnes would win this game if he was there. Starbuck the winter Wild... soldier himself. Yeah, Bucky Barnes would do it, you know, because he's from Brooklyn, too. And that's where, that's where the Brooklyn Rebound Network will take over and have our influence on this whole you know, prediction. Mm. Everyone's going to listen to us. I need to watch that series, though. Uh, I've heard it is good, but it might not be better. It's not better than WandaVision, if I if I know. No, no. You can go on to YouTube, actually. Our old friend Farhad calls himself Farhad Targaryen on YouTube. 
your fellow uh, countrymen. Me and him have done a podcast on WandaVision and on uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on his YouTube channel. Oh, again, I believe it's called Farhad Targaryen. Or, and we'll probably will have one coming out about Loki soon enough as when I finish this year. Oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh that. yeah. I, I would. We're I would like to on YouTube. Check that out. And uh, I would hope yeah. that when you do watch that series, uh, season finale, I don't even know if it's season, they say episode finale. Because, like, seasons, it's not, like, during a season. Uh, it's, like, a special series that's a one. Yeah. I don't know. It's not, like, a regular show. But, yeah. yeah. Whatever. But I'm excited to see Game 6, and I'm excited to hear about you watching Loki series, series finale. Those are the two things I'm pumped about. And also the Mets because they're winning game. Let's go, Matt. Oh, yeah. Even though uh, DeGrom is injured, you know, they're still get, putting some wins together. What? What are you talking about? Oh, I love this. Your, your star player, uh, pitcher, best pitcher in the league, I believe. DeGrom has been out for a while now, and I think he uh, aggravated his injury and is going to be out for more time. Uh, but but you're still winning games, so that's good. <sighs> All right, well, that just makes me want to go to the bathroom again. So I'm going to be out. <laughs> well, well, and I'm seeing that since I brought up YouTube. Also, check out Drew's views on YouTube, you know. Got some great TV reactions there. We're having fun over there, so check that out. And, uh, yeah, that, I guess that'll about do it for us. This time around, this bite around, everyone uh, enjoy the rest of the finals, however long it goes. But until then, uh, just stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast. Check out all of that stuff. And uh, we'll see you on down the line. G unit, young buck. Peace. Rebound. 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 Boys Productions.